0: Welcome to the lows to highs going inwards and growing up podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm so happy that you found my show and that the universe brought you here today. It makes me so happy when this community just gets bigger and bigger. But if you are a returning guest, thank you for being here again. So for those who are joining for the first time, I will give you a short background of myself and this show just so you know what you're getting into. So my name is Karin. I am the author of Beauty in the Stillness and the founder of the brand EC Anu, which is a lifestyle brand and community platform that promotes self-discovery and living in the present moment. And so this podcast is an extension of my book and my brand. So we talk all things mindfulness, presence, self-growth, self-love, entrepreneurship, healing, spirituality, manifestation, and all the other things. (laughs) So before we get into today's episode, it would mean the world if you checked out my book, which is linked in my show notes. It's titled Beauty in the Stillness, and it is a poetry and essay book that explores the transformative power of mindfulness and reflection through personal anecdotes, reflections and practical advice the goal is for all of you who read this book to connect with your true self your inner self overcome past traumas cultivate self-love and gratitude and ultimately just live a more abundant and present life and so if you don't already follow this show and my instagram and if you haven't read the book yet please subscribe follow engage order the book message me your thoughts and yeah let's continue building this community. So let's get into today's episode. All right. I am so, so excited to record this podcast episode. This topic has been a long time coming. It has been in the back of my mind for the past three to four months, but I felt like I had so many more experiences to have before I sat down and properly talked about Asking, listening, and receiving signs from God and the universe. So, just to give a bit of structure and so you know what to expect from today's episode, I'm going to be sharing a high level life update what I've been up to, what brought me to this moment, and what brought me to recording this topic and this episode. And then I'm going to just talk all things about signs. So, I'll share what types of signs or what kind of signs exist. I'm gonna go deep into angel numbers and describe what each number means, where you can see them, where you can notice them. I'm gonna give you practical tools on how to ask for signs or ask for prayers and what to look out for when you are ready to receive it and also how to receive them. At the end, I'm also going to answer some of your questions that you submitted on my Instagram story a few days ago. You guys submitted some really awesome ones, so I'm actually really excited for that part of this episode. So stay tuned to go through all of that. All right, let's get into the life update. So what have I been up to If you guys are new here and you haven't explored my previous episodes, highly recommend pausing this one, going back, and specifically like the past three to four, just so you understand where I'm at in my life. Um, And yeah, but generally speaking at a high level, I was diagnosed with endometriosis earlier this year, which is a chronic form of illness disease where the tissue in your uterus starts growing on other parts of your body and your organs which ultimately just wreaks havoc in your system from your you know really sharp painful periods leg numbness sciatic back pain chronic bloat chronic digestive issues fatigue mood swings like all the things just you're in chronic pain and discomfort 24 7 so I'll go more into this when I talk about my personal examples and experiences with angel numbers, but long story short, I ended up finding an amazing specialist and surgeon who conducted the robotic excision surgery on me three months ago, pretty much to the day. And since then, my post-op recovery was pretty good like i was up in you know i was able to resume my life a week or two after my surgery which is very rare and i'm very lucky to be able to say that and to have experienced that but the physical transformation that i expected hasn't been as easy as i expected It's been a very challenging journey. My progress has been very inconsistent. There are some days where I'm like, oh my God, I'm like 80% healed. And then there are days where I feel like I have my old body pre-surgery. And so that has not only affected my physical body and my physical self, but really my emotional self and my mental space. I mean, I feel like my heart and mind have been tested every single day since I got out of that surgery. I mean, it's been tested way before that with my whole chronic illness journey. But now I've taken that as a signal to spend more time discovering myself and deepening my faith. And the thing with chronic illness is like, especially in my case, I've tried everything on the books. I've tried every diet, every supplement, every test, every protocol. I've healed so many issues that I faced in the past from SIBO to hormonal imbalance to low iron and thyroid issues and all of these other things like really bad acne and I've healed so many things but my body is still healing it's still figuring out what normal feels like and about a month ago I was at a really low place because at that point it was two months post-op and I felt like I was doing better one month post-op and I felt like I was going backwards. And so I was thinking to myself, I was so stressed. I was like, what am I doing that's not working? Like I've tried everything, is it stressed? And if I'm stressed, like I need to meditate more and do more breath work and release all these emotions. And I started to do a million things all at once, which ultimately put even more stress on my body. And during this time, I really got into my faith. I started praying more than I ever have in my life. I started to really like beg, like really surrender to God and the universe and like beg for healing and show me where to go. Show me what to do. Show me who to speak to. Show me what to say. And that started to be the prayer that I recited every single morning. And I still do. And I think I will be reciting this prayer until. day that I die I think it's a beautiful powerful prayer and it immediately opens your heart for things to be to come in so about a month ago I was at a really low point and I was very confused I felt really stuck I felt like I just had this like overwhelming amount of resentment for my body which sucks to say and I feel like we've all been there at some point you know we don't like the way our bodies look or we don't like the way that it functions But this point a month ago, I was so confused and I was like talking so harsh in such a harsh way to my body. Like, why haven't you healed yet? Why are you acting up? Why are you bloated? Why are you dealing with pelvic bladder pressure and like all these things? And I ended up finding myself um, in a really beautiful moment, which unlocked so much for me. And it's so profound, and it's very vulnerable of me to share this with you, but I think a lot of you will either resonate from this story or it might just recalibrate how you talk to yourself. Um, I was in the bath, and I, I take um, Epsom salt baths pretty much every day. It's like my form of therapy. I love it. And I was in the bath, and I put on some meditation music, and all of a sudden I like closed my eyes, got into my body, I don't know what came over me, but clearly a lot of emotions needed to be released, and I just started to bawl, like hyperventilating type of crying, releasing all of this energy, and I started to hug my body like really, really tightly, and I just started to apologize to my body. And I kept saying, I'm so sorry how hard I've been on you. I know you're trying. I know you're doing your best. I'm so grateful for everything you do for me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I've been hating you. I'm so sorry that I've been angry at you and resenting you. And I will learn to love you better. I will learn to love you unconditionally. And after I started reciting this and after I started crying, I thought to myself, wow, that was a massive unlock. And so that started to sh- that's when I started to shift my mindset over my healing, over personal development, over growth over prayers over God, all of it. Like it that was like this massive enlightenment that I experienced and that really beautiful moment. Also a sad moment because I was for the first time really being real with myself in how I spoke to myself. And here's the thing, and I'm going to get into all of like the asking, listening, receiving signs in a minute, but here's the thing and this is something I wholeheartedly believe in. Now, when it comes to healing, you know, everyone always says time heals, which I believe, but I think the reason why we say time heals is because you need to give yourself time to absorb and learn all of the lessons that leads to that ultimate healing. And you need time, and you need experiences, and you need to have moments of revelations in order to have those lessons. And that's why people say time heals. So in my case, there have been so many things that I have gladly healed. I used to hate the way my body looked, like really, really hated it. And I've healed that part of myself. I now love the way my body looks. I love my physique. I love all of the features on my face that I used to be so self-conscious about. I've healed the relationship I have with myself. I used to feel like I was too much for this world and I didn't fit in, and I've healed that part of myself. I've healed parts of myself that I used to feel triggered when I was in like relationships or romantic encounters and I've healed so many parts of myself and the reason why I can say that I've healed it is because I obtained all of the lessons I needed in order to fully heal and so now my mindset over my health journey is maybe I just haven't learned everything I needed to learn and that's why I haven't healed yet, like fully healed yet and that moment in the bath was proof of that theory. Because I didn't realize, despite loving who I am, loving my energy, loving my mindset, loving how I treat people, loving my kindness and my aura and the way that I look, I didn't love, and I still don't fully love, the way my body functions. And I'm now in this place where there's a lot for me to learn still, and I'm happy that I'm here. So that's where I have been at, okay? Let's get into the signs i believe that we all have guardian angels i think we are all born with that level of protection but if we have lost someone who we were very close with and connected with those angels likely will feel more present than for others who haven't lost someone they had a deeper relationship with and so if you you know lost someone that meant that had a really critical role in your life, whether it was a parent, a grandmother, a romantic partner, a friend, even a colleague, or just someone who really impacted you, they likely are one of your guardian angels. Now, if you haven't lost someone that's you had a really deep relationship with, with honestly I hope you haven't, that grief is for a lot of people unbearable or just something you never fully get over, um, you still have angels present and you still also have the presence of god and i will say this like i'm not trying to promote any religion i'm not trying to promote any form of faith like do take what resonates leave what doesn't this is my personal experience my personal beliefs and if not if this doesn't resonate with you leave it like quit out of the show or listen, but don't take it all in. Like be very mindful of what content you're absorbing and what you take away from the show. But I just wanna say, I'm not trying to like shove faith or religion down your throats. I am just sharing my own personal beliefs. So I've always grown up with a lot of faith in my life, going to church. And my health journey has really forced me to really surrender to a higher power. I've realized I can't do this journey on my own. And it's very evident to me as I talk about signs that I'm not alone. So I lost my grandmother last January, to so January of 2022. And her and I were very, very close. And I immediately saw signs from her about like a month after she passed. I would look at a license plate and her name would be written And my grandmother's name was spelt in a like untraditional way. So I thought that was very unique. I would see angel numbers. I would see her initials and her year of birth on license plates. Like all of these things. I would pray to her for specific things. I prayed to her about my book. And the next day I got an email from my now publisher. So I felt her presence. I know she's my guardian angel. And a week before my surgery... I started to be very receptive to all of these signs. I started to see all of these angel numbers that meant protection and new beginnings and change. And I thought to myself, and I was praying at the time, like, please make this surgery be it. I trust you. I believe in you. Put me on the right path. And that is how I got, I found my surgeon, and that's what led me to the surgery. But in the past month, I've been thinking, okay, what if the surgery didn't work? Like, am I on the right path? What is going on? Like, show me a sign, show me a sign. <laughs> and so I started to really practice that prayer that I mentioned earlier, and I would recite it every morning, show me where to go, show me what to do, show me what to say, sh- and to whom. And during this time, so much was happening in my life, a lot of change, relationships ending, friendship, you know, troubles and my job was getting really hectic and I had a lot of like health issues, obviously. And then my book and da, 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 like a bunch of different things were just like bubbling up. And I found myself in a conversation with a friend of mine. And this was around early mid-July. And he basically pointed out to me, he was like, I can sense your heart is closed off. And I just don't want you to miss out on things that are meant for you because of that. And I feel like you just need to open your heart a little bit more. And that was regarding a very specific situation, but I think it was great advice. And the fact that someone externally realized or noticed that about me shined a light on, wow, my energy of like having a closed heart is radiating and I don't want that. But I'm very glad that he noticed that. And now I have the ability to make a decision to change that. And so that conversation to me was a sign or an answer to my prayer of show me what to say and to whom and where to go. And that prayer brought me to that conversation with my friend. And immediately the next morning, I woke up with feeling peace in my heart. Like, you know what? I'm ready to open my heart. I'm ready to stop feeling closed off. I'm ready to receive. And I swear since then my life just like went upwards. And so for the past few weeks, I've been traveling for work and I've been spending a lot of time in airplanes and airports, which to me are like the most beautiful places for self-discovery. And just I don't know what it is in the air in the airplane or just being that high of an altitude, but I think you think differently when you're at that high of a level, like your thinking gets higher. And I started to receive all of these different signs. So I'm going to start off by describing what signs can look like and how to be receptive towards them. So angel numbers for me are the most common signs because I think it's the most obvious ones. And you could find angel numbers on license plates. It could be a timestamp, it could be numbers on a ticket, on a receipt, it could be social media likes, it could be phone numbers. Anywhere you could find a number, and if you see an angel number, that is a sign. Signs can also come in conversations with strangers or people. Like, isn't it crazy when you find yourself in a random situation or you strike a conversation up with a stranger and the person says exactly what you've been thinking or feeling or needed guidance on? Like, that is a sign. And so they can come from everywhere. They're always around you. The trick though, and what a lot of us often miss is what I mentioned before of having a closed versus open heart. And something that I have realized lately is that I, for a very long time, have deprived myself from receiving unconditional love. Like, Even when a friend tells me a compliment, my first thought is like, oh no, it's no big to thank you, but like it's on a, whenever someone's like, you know, you wrote a book, like what an amazing accomplishment. I'm like, oh yeah, it's, you know, it's nothing. I never allow myself to receive a compliment like that fully. Like, I don't know why I just, I've been so closed off. And the thing when you close your heart, you can't let anything come in. And so even if you start to crack your heart open a little bit, And I know it's so hard for us to do that, especially if we're feeling heartbroken or stuck or confused or lost. It's so hard to open our hearts. But the second you actively choose to do so, that's when light is able to shine through. And once a teeny ounce of light shines through, it just like spreads. And slowly your heart starts opening up more and more and more. And that is when you have the ability to receive all of this magic and supernatural experiences that are omnipresent, that are always around, if only we let ourselves to receive it. So after I had that conversation with my friend, the next morning I woke up and I was like, I'm choosing to open my heart and I did. And if you ask me like, what did that feel like? I just started to let go of things that were holding me back, people that were holding me back, Thoughts and emotions that were holding me back, limiting beliefs that were holding me back. I would and the way that I did this was I was meditating or I was doing breath work. And as I was exhaling, I would like mentally visualize that person or that thing or that belief. And at like, as I'm exhaling, I'm like getting rid of it, right? It's energy. I'm getting rid of that energy. When I would be meditating, I would visualize myself like cutting cords with a person or I would visualize me walking away from a thing or a situation or I would visualize me like letting go of a limiting belief and I swear like after I would do that for like a day or two that's when I started to really open my heart and create space for things that are meant to flow in. So that's the first step is making sure that your heart and your mind are open to receiving these. this form of magic is how I would describe it. So going back to angel numbers i'm going to quickly go through what each angel number means and the way that i'm going to describe this is very high level i mean if you google 111 i could imagine a million different definitions are going to come about especially if you're looking for a specific topic like 111 in relationships or love or career there could be all of these different descriptions but what i'm going to share is the general summary of what each angel number means with one word so that anytime you see a number you're like that's what that means and the thing with angel numbers actually let me talk about them first so from top to bottom 111 means intuition and new beginnings so essentially that means trust your gut and listen to your heart and be ready for something new to flow in 222 means alignment. It means you are in the right place at the exact right time, like you are on the right path. 333 means support. It's basically meaning that your spirit guides are around you and they're sending you love and guidance. They're, they're around you, they're supporting you, they have your back. 444 means protection. That means the universe and your spirit guides are protecting you on the path that you're on. 555 means change. That means something new is coming. 666 means reflect. That means it's like time for you to wake up to your higher spiritual truth. Like let go of limiting beliefs, let go of old patterns, like reflect on how you're showing up and who you're being. And it's time to shake things up a bit. 777 means luck. As if like wonderful things are about to happen for you. So many things are about to come in. 888 means balance. Everything is falling into place as it's meant to be. And then 999 means release. It's time to let go of what is no longer serving you. Think of 111 as like the beginning of a new chapter and 999 as the end of a chapter, essentially. And so when it comes to seeing angel numbers, what I have found in my experience, the magic is not just seeing it, it's seeing it, at a time where you're, it's like, what are you thinking about in the moment that you're seeing that sign? So I'm going to give a really beautiful example that I recently experienced that was just beyond my imagination. And I hope this story inspires you. And I, and I put it on my stories a few weeks ago for those who follow me. You might have seen this, but I'm going to go more in depth with it. So... A few weeks ago, this was like 10 days ago, honestly, at this point, I was in Atlanta, Georgia for work. I was on a work business trip to go to a conference and I was leaving Thursday. My flight was at like 3.30 p.m. And it's 11.30 in the morning and I get a text from Delta saying that my flight is gonna be delayed four hours to 7.30. So my immediate thought was like, ugh, like I don't wanna be stuck at the airport. I'm like tired, I wanna be in my bed. This is so annoying. And my coworker, he had an earlier flight at 2.50 with a different, but to a different airport in New York. So he was like, look, I'm checking on the Delta app. There's a few more seats available. Try to switch onto my flight. So I was like, okay, like, let me try to switch on your flight. So now I'm like messaging Delta and they're like asking me a million questions. And then they asked me, what's your current flight number? Cause at this point I got a text from Delta saying that my flight is now back on schedule actually five minutes earlier at 3:25 pm so now i'm like okay this is really annoying and this is kind of making me anxious because i have a feeling the second i get to the airport it's going to be delayed again so as i'm messaging delta they're like what's your flight number and i look it up and it was dl2226 and i catch myself in that moment i'm like wait a minute 222 means alignment that means you're at the right place at the right time so in this moment i'm like huh I don't know what is going to happen on that flight, but all I know is I'm meant to be on that flight. So now Delta's messaging me, and for some reason they were unable to switch my flight because I booked it through my company and they had to go through the travel agency. It was like a whole thing. So I took that as a sign of like, clearly this is going to be a hurdle for me to switch my flight. Even if it's delayed, I'm meant to be on this flight. I have a feeling something amazing is going to happen. I'm going to meet someone. I'm going to have a cool conversation or... i'm gonna run into an old friend at the airport at the gate like i didn't know what it was i thought it was going to be career focused but it was definitely not and i'm like i just i'm excited now to see what why i'm at this airport uh, on this flight so long story short i get to the gate and i sit in the middle and i'm sitting in the middle and i'm like i don't like this seat like it's so dark in this middle section i want to go sit by the window And I see an empty seat by this older woman, probably like in her late 30s, early 40s. And she was like in her own world watching a show on her phone. Like we weren't talking in the first few minutes or first, I don't know, like half hour that I was there. And as I'm sitting there, I'm like in my own world. I'm writing emails. I'm texting my mom, blah, blah, blah. And I look up and I see this older man walk in. He's probably now in his like 60s and immediately my heart broke for this man because he was he had a cane and he was limping and I see like he has um what is it like staples in his head so immediately I was like okay this guy's clearly on like his own health journey and as he sits down I'm now able to see his full face and the poor thing half of his face was gone like he only had one eye whether it was like a burn or something I don't know what condition it was in or what brought him to that physical state but immediately my heart broke for this man and I was looking at him but I didn't want him to see me looking at him because I wasn't trying to stare I was trying to just like show compassion but you know when you like see someone who's ill or disabled like you're looking out of love but often it comes off as oh my god they're staring at me they think I'm weird looking or whatever I was looking at this man like like I want to give him love you know like that was my first instinct and I quickly look away and then like 10 minutes later I look up and he's like in my vicinity like the second I look up he's straight ahead of me so the second I look up I see him looking at me so then I'm just like trying to be friendly and I smile and he smiles back and he was super happy and then like that happened periodically like where every time I would look up he would be looking at me so I kept like smiling at him And in my head, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm supposed to meet this guy. Like, I don't know what this guy's role is on this flight, but like sending all my love to this, you know, unknown man. Like, I hope I can send him all the healing, positive energy his way. Then the pilot comes off of the plane and he goes on to give an announcement. And he basically proceeds to tell us that the AC in the plane is broken. And so they're trying to fix it. And so long story short, they needed time to fix the ac so he gets off the microphone and the lady next to me she's like "Ugh, like i hope they fix it like i can't be on a plane without ac and so we start chatting and i can sense we were talking about um she brought this up of like how we both can't stand rude people because there were a lot of people who were like really pissed about that and we were like It's not the pilot's fault. Like, it is what it is. Like, it's not the end of the world. As long as we get home safe, that's all that matters. And so she started to talk about how she's been on her own, like, self development journey and she's just trying to be a kinder person. And so I could immediately sense that there was some spirituality or mindfulness in this woman's life. Like, she was on a journey. And so I start opening my mouth and I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if you believe in angel numbers, but just so you know, like, our flight number is 2226. 222 is an angel number and it means like you're in the right place at the right time and she was like oh my god i totally believe in angel numbers like i didn't even notice that but amazing like clearly we're both here for a reason like i'm excited to figure out what that reason is so then we start chatting about all different things like it was her birthday and she was going to new york to celebrate with her family and i'm talking about my work and my job and i asked her like what is what do you do and she tells me she works in healthcare and she does auditing for hospitals in georgia And I'm like, oh, wow, that's fascinating. Like, I don't know anything about that, but so cool. And she was telling me a little bit about her job. And we started to get into this topic of like holistic health and the healthcare system in our country and how how poor it is and how frustrating it is and how doctors don't listen to you. And, you know, I think there's a time and place for Western medicine wholeheartedly. I had surgery three months ago, but I have been failed by Western medicine time and time again. Um, and I was telling her that story and I was telling her, you know, I, I was diagnosed with endometriosis earlier this year, but the reason I was diagnosed was not because my gynecologist was amazing. It was because I, I knew my body well, and I pressed to get an ultrasound and he shut me down several times and I forced for it. Like I was my own advocate and thank God I did that because that's how I found out that I had endometriosis. And she proceeds to tell me, Oh my god, that's so crazy. Like I work with one of the best specialists in the country. Like I do auditing for his office. If you need a surgeon, I would happily put you in contact with him. And I was like, "Oh my god, like I really appreciate that, but I actually had the surgery 3 months ago. I'm just now in the post-op and I don't know if you know anything about the you know, endometriosis or post-op, but it's been a challenge. It's been a tr- like a really, really hard journey for me. And this is the moment where I thought to myself, This is why I'm at this gate. This is why I'm on this plane. Turns out this woman knows so much about endometriosis. She knows so much about post op, and she basically told me everything I needed to hear. And she was like, Girl, you got to be patient. Like, surgery is intense. And I know it's like a minimal invasive surgery, but it's it's not like your body goes through so much trauma from a surgery let alone all of the trauma that it's been dealing with all of these years of you having this disease like it's not it's not like a little cut like it's it's endometriosis and it's surgery and you need to be patient with your body And she was like, look, a lot of girls, like it feels like you're going backwards, but that is just your body adjusting. There might be scar tissue that's still healing or that's creating blockages. And I don't need to go into the details, but she basically was like, think about the scars you have on your stomach right now. That's gonna take like six months to heal. Your body internally is gonna take double that. And when she said that to me, part of me was like, ugh, like I just wanna be better already. But that also showed me I need to be patient and I need to trust. And I was telling her like, lately I feel like I have my old body and so now I'm questioning like, did the surgery work? And she was like, no, no, no. I'm here to tell you it worked. Like, I believe that. Um, It seems like your surgeon knows what he's doing. And the reason why she said that was because I told her how a week before my surgery, I kept seeing four four fours from my grandmother. And that was a sign from her being like don't worry you're protected you're on the right path and so when I told this woman um you know I saw these angel numbers so I I think I was on the right path but now I'm questioning it again and that's when she was like trust me you are on the right path and me being here today and you seeing 222 and this flight getting delayed is further proof that you are on the right path and so when I started talking about the 444 she was like by the way you oh She was, her face started to get puzzled and I was like, what? Like, what did I say? And she was like, okay, you're not going to believe this, but my address is actually 444. So let that be further validation that you are on the right path. And after that conversation, I just felt this overwhelming amount of gratitude for myself for god for the universe for for my grandmother for this beautiful lovely woman and here's the thing like if i was her this woman's like older than me comes from a different walk of life like we are so different in so many ways but she was such a beautiful soul and I was so happy that she stroked a conversation with me and I'm so happy that I noticed those angel numbers and I'm so happy that I love talking with people and I'm an extrovert and that I can engage in a conversation like that out of pure enjoyment. Like I wasn't trying to get anything out of this conversation originally. We were just chatting and I was so grateful that I was open and I was present and I was intrigued by this woman and I'm so grateful for what she talked to me about. And I'm grateful for the prayer that I was reciting that morning, which was, "Show me where to go. Show me what to do. Show me what to sh- say. Show me who to speak to." And that woman was an answer to that prayer, maybe eight hours later. Now, here's the thing, though: these, that woman was a prayer, an answer to my own prayer. But I felt like I was on that flight for also another reason. Like that woman was like an angel towards me. I felt like I had a role on that flight as well. And so long story short, we end up, they open the gates, we end up getting on the plane and I put my stuff down and I run to the bathroom. And as I'm walking through the plane aisle, I see that older man that I mentioned before and he's sitting in his seat and no one's sitting around him yet. And he looks up at me and he just like waves in such a grand way with the biggest smile on his face. And I look at him and I wave to him and I'm like, have a good flight. And I just walk by. And as I go to the bathroom, I sit back down. and I think to myself, maybe the reason, part of the reason why I was on this flight was to bless that man. Because it was very evident that that man probably doesn't feel seen often or people look at him or people judge and I feel like me opening my heart towards that man and just showing the most basic form of human kindness which is like a wave or a smile that lit that man's heart like I felt that resonating with him and I felt him receiving that kindness and I'm not saying this to like toot my own horn but to prove that angel number of You are at the right place at the right time. So that woman was a blessing to me and I was a blessing to that man because his smile was radiating. Like I'm so, I was so touched. Like the fact that a simple smile or an exchange like that could leave such an impact and I'll never see that man again. I'll never see this woman again. But I think we were all on that flight for a very specific reason. And I'm just so grateful that I, I had the conversation with my friend a few days or a week prior who was told me, open your heart a little bit more. And then I was in Atlanta and I opened my heart and I saw that angel number and I opened my heart to those two people and I had that really magical, supernatural moment. And so that story is so impactful to me. Like I, when I was on that flight for two hours, I was... I have never felt at peace like the way that i did on that flight because that whole experience reminded me, I am so protected. I'm so guided. And God is always there rooting for you. He is always surrounding you. He already knows your path. You know, there's a quote and it's like, God has already paved the way he's just paving you. And I wholeheartedly believe in that. And And feeling his presence, feeling that woman's presence and that universal exchange of kindness reminded me everything is going to be okay. Maybe I just need to surrender more. Maybe I need to build my faith more. Maybe I need to trust myself more. And that plane ride was so, so transformative. And, And that's the thing of like, these types of signs can come from anywhere, but you also need to ask. You also need to, to pray. You need to to be really clear on what you are actually looking for, what you are trying to to bring into your life, what you're trying to let go of. But you also need to listen. You need to observe. You need to be present in order to witness those numbers or witness those signs or or. Be observant in what's happening around you, and that's when you start to receive. And something that I mentioned before is anytime you catch yourself receiving a sign, take note of what you were thinking about in that exact moment, because often the sign has a lot to do with what you are presently worried about, questioning, feeling stressed over, thinking about, dwelling on, etc., so, another example. This happened a few days ago. I was driving and I saw a license plate with my grandmother's initials. And in that exact moment, my Spotify randomly shuffled to the song What More Can I Say by Nina Simone. And in this moment I was literally thinking to myself like I wonder if my grandma is like always around. Like is she here with me in this car? Like what's going on? And then I see the angel, the license plate with her initials. And so the song, What More Can I Say by Nina Simone comes on and the lyrics say, I would go anywhere, anywhere you go. Oh, if you just say you want me to, what more can I say? Now, that might sound like a crazy coincidence, but I find meaning in everything. And I found so much meaning in that because... Even just like two weeks ago when I was really physically struggling and in pain, I found myself crying and praying to my grandma, like, I know you're always protecting me and I know you show me the signs. I'm seeing the 444s, but like, I feel like I've been disconnected from you and just please send me a sign and not just send it to me, but let me receive and notice it. And so when I saw those initials on that license plate and I heard that those song lyrics, that was like all coming together, right? Another example, right after the conversation that I had with my friend where he was like, you need to open your heart more and cl- versus closing it, I was on another plane going to San Francisco, or no, I was coming back from San Francisco. I came across um, the Untethered Soul in the digital version on my laptop that I like completely forgot to read. I just, I've had the book and I've never read it. And so I just immediately started reading the book. And in the book, it talked about closing versus opening your heart. And it said, like, don't let anything that happens in your life be important enough that you're willing to close your heart over it. Because by closing your heart, you're actually making the choice not to feel openness and love. You're throwing away love all the time when your heart is closed. And so when I'm on that plane and I'm reading this book and I just had this revelation or this conversation with my friend that I need to open my heart more, that was like, again, coming full circle, girl, you got to open your heart. And then recently I was listening to a podcast episode where I forgot which episode it was, but they mentioned the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Kay. And immediately I'm like super drawn to that title. I'm all about the healing right now, obviously. And so I felt called to order it. And so I did. So the following day, I was struggling physically. I was feeling very confused about my physical health journey. And that was when I found myself crying in my tub while taking the bath. And, you know, I started to apologize for my body, blah, blah, blah. I shared that story before. And I didn't read the book yet until a few days later. So then I start opening this book and I'm starting reading it. And the whole premise of the book is all about loving yourself more and speaking to yourself with kindness. And so all that together, it was a sign from above saying, girl, you're on the right track, but you need to be more compassionate towards yourself. You need to let go of toxic thoughts and be kinder towards your body and give more love to your body and celebrate what your body can do. And so these are all of the moments that I've had recently where I experienced them and I'm like, how could I not believe there's a higher power? And how could I not believe the power that I hold within? Like that's the beauty of it is yes, you could receive all these signs, but what are these signs really showing you? It's confirming what your intuition knows. Me receiving a 444 from my grandmother saying you're protected is affirmation that, yeah, I know the surgery worked. It's my mind telling me that it's not, but my heart knows that to be true. It's, I had the moment in the bathtub because intuitively I felt I need to love my body more. And so when I come across a book that talks all about that, that's a sign being like, yeah, girl, you're right. Your intuition was right. You need to love yourself more. And so... All that to say is it all comes from within. I swear that's going to be the title of my next book and I'm not ready to write it yet, but I'm experiencing so much lately that I'm, I know that's going to be the next topic of my book. But it all comes from within. Whatever you're seeking, whether you want financial stability or a partnership or you want to move and live your dream life or get that dream job or heal your health or whatever it is, it all comes from within but you are not alone in that and so when you start praying when you start asking for signs when you start to open your heart all of these blessings will slowly come in but the only way they will f- truly come in is in is when you are in the present state that's the key because when you are present you're not looking down at your phone You're not thinking in your mind, you're open, you're observing the world, you're noticing nature, you're noticing the people around you, you're noticing the license plates, that's the key. And that's why I wrote a book all about stillness and that's like the whole premise of my book. It's like, if you wanna get to know yourself or if you wanna heal or if you wanna love yourself fully or manifest something, you need to be present. You need to be in the now. That's the only moment that ever exists and you need to create space for that stillness in order to do that. So, that is all things signs. Now, I'm going to go through some of your questions and answer them because you guys sent some really, really good ones. So, let's get into it. And some of them, I might have already answered within this episode, but let's get into it. Someone asked, what is the best way to ask for a sign? So, I mentioned my prayer before, which I recite every morning. But I, like, this is how I would do it. If let's say you are asking for a sign, a specific sign of like God or universe, am I supposed to accept this job offer? Like let's say you're thinking about a job offer that you, you're not sure if it's the right job for you or what, right? If that's the scenario, this is what I would do. I would sit down in a quiet space, maybe put on some meditation music, re- like, close my eyes, do some breath work, get into my body, And I would just start saying, God, universe, if this job is right for me, if I am meant to accept this job offer, please show me a sign. Show me, enter your specific symbol or a number or something that means a lot to you. Show me XYZ sign and let me be present enough to notice it and receive it. And then you let it go. You go on about your life. You continue doing your routine. You continue going on with your plans and be present. And I promise you, you will receive that sign in the most miraculous way. I mean, this was like a while ago, but this was around like a relationship situation. And I was praying to my grandmother and I was like, show me a sign that it's not over yet and i was like show me an evil eye because the evil eye is like one of my favorite symbols and i swear i walked into a department store and i accidentally ended up in the jewelry section and i just walked over to one of the cases because i just was walking around and the entire case it was like a massive case of jewelry was all evil eyes and i started laughing i was like okay you can't make this shit up and lo and behold it was right it was not over yet um so that's an example. I would just get very clear on what you're asking for and also ask to, to be present enough to receive it. Um, what else? Oh, someone asked, I love this question. What do you do when it feels like God is silent? I was in a conversation with a friend recently and he was like, We were talking about, um, how do I say this? We were talking about manifestation and healing and whatnot. And I was saying how when it comes to everything in my life, whether it's career, family, friendships, uh, money, like I have a great relationship with all those things. I'm super blessed. I know I could attract anything I want. And I've manifested so much in in those categories. But when it comes to my health, it's been the most challenging journey. It's like I can't catch a break. And I was like telling him how it's so crazy to me how my mind can be so confident when it comes to money or career or friendships or family or whatever. But when it comes to my health, I'm so, I I feel powerless. So I was like, why does my brain function in a different way depending on the topic? And what my friend said was so simple and so powerful. He was like, how else would God get your attention? And that unlocked so much for me because I swear if it wasn't for my health journey, I would not be here recording an episode about this right now. My entire health journey has opened my eyes. It has built my faith. It has deepened my connection with him and with myself and with you guys. And so when it comes to it feeling silent from God, it's he's not. That's the simple truth. He's not silent he's showing up in the conversations you're having, he's showing up in the way you physically feel, he's showing up in the places you're going, or the stress you're feeling, or the anxiety you might be feeling, or the the trips you're taking, like he's, he's always there, and he's showing you, he's coming through to you through other people or other things, it could be nature, it could be conversations, it could be, you know, relationships, whatever, he's not silent, it's you are not open enough to hear what he's saying so when that happens i would just suggest praying like god i know you're around me but i I feel disconnected from you allow me to reconnect with you intuitively show me where to go or what to do or what to say allow me to deepen my faith in you and and sh- and show me through signs like that's how i would speak it's like speak to him like it's your dad or your friend or your brother whatever it is but he's always around it's not that he's silent it's that we are not receptive to hearing what he's showing us and i mean that's the case with so much like how often does your heart know something but your mind tells you otherwise and then like 3 months later you're like oh my god i knew i knew that and i just let myself continue on that journey for no reason You know, maybe not for a reason, but you know what I mean. Someone else asked, How do you know the difference between your voice and God's voice? I love this question. Ed Milette said this in an episode. Um, I'm going to butcher it, but he was basically saying when you're praying, you're talking to God. Your intuition is God talking to you. And it's so simple. Because your voice is God's voice. That's the beauty of it. It's like your intuition is God's voice. He's guiding you on your path. And so whatever you feel intuitively, that's what you're supposed to act on. It's it's very simple. Someone asked how to truly trust that better things are in your path when you don't get what you thought. Look, I get it. It is so hard to trust. I'm in the same boat right now. I thought I would come out of the surgery feeling like a brand new person. And I'm not there yet. And it's hard. It's debilitating. It's challenging. It's it's, taking a mental toll, a physical toll, emotional toll, all the things. But if there's one thing that I've learned throughout my entire journey is... God wouldn't have brought you this far just to get this far. And you need to trust that in yourself that you won't accept anything less than what you truly are seeking, the feeling you are seeking. And, you know, often we don't get what we think we need because something better is out there. There is this visual... That I came across and it's basically this little girl begging to God because he took her teddy bear and he's holding a bigger one in the back and she's basically begging God, being like, I I want it. And he was like, you got to trust me. And the whole purpose of that, it was like, there's something better out there for you. You just got to trust. I'll try to find that and I'll try to post it on my story or something. Or if you want to know what that image is, DM me. (laughs) It's a really powerful visual. The point is better things are coming. You have to believe in that. Um, that's just how I live now. It's like if it's if life is this good right now, how I know it's gonna get better. Someone shared a story um, that I'm gonna read through, and I think this is a great um, story because a lot of us struggle with this idea of like false delusion or being naive about something. So I'm going to just share the story. How would you know it's a sign from God, the universe as sometimes can be your own imagination? How can you tell the difference? For instance, I was going through a breakup, we got back together now. But meanwhile, I was asking God for signs. And when I most needed them, I was seeing hearts, heart formed shapes in between the clouds. So at some point I thought that I'm just going to look out for them and in a way imagining creating them. But then I thought love will win anyway, so I kept seeing hearts, even on my focaccia bread. (laughs) She sent me a picture of heart-shaped clouds and then in her bread there was like a little hole that was in the shape of a heart. So I think this is so beautiful, but I also think she answered her own question. She thought love will win anyway. And so because her heart was open to that, she was noticing them and I think going back to her original question though like how would you know it's aside from God the universe as sometimes could be your own imagination I think imagination is how do I word this I think it's our biggest gift and all children have imagination and as we grow up into adults we lose that side of ourselves and I think you know looking out for signs or seeking something is actually your intuition begging for affirmation for something you know in your heart to be true right so for me like it's not that i'm looking for signs but like i'm way more aware and attuned of angel numbers now so i see them 20 times a day now and like that's not maybe not that often but like i see them so frequently now because it's affirming what I know in my heart to be true and so I don't think it's ever our imagination I don't think God would ever allow you to notice a sign if it didn't have meaning behind it but I am also someone who finds meaning in everything so take that with a grain of salt but no like in reality you're not imagining it you're not creating it at the end of the day if you saw something with your eyes it was there you know and so you got to trust that and I think at the end of the day, like, if you're asking for a sign, that's your intuition speaking, you know? It's your intuition speaking, and you just want that external validation and that confirmation from the universe, and when you receive that, that's when you're like, you can exhale, and you're like, okay, I know, and over time, that's the thing, it's like over time, you start to trust your intuition more, that you don't really seek signs as frequently, That's the place that we all, you know, I'm striving to get to where now even like when I see a sign and I've been seeing one, one, ones a lot in this past week, I'm like, okay, new beginnings. I know, like, I know there's so much happening in my life right now. That's like new starts, new changes, a lot of shifts happening. And I feel that. And so when I see a sign, it's no longer me being like, oh, confirm. Like, I feel like something new is going to happen. Confirm it universe. It's more of like, oh yeah, I know. Like, I know it's coming. Thanks for, Thanks for like double confirming that, you know? So I'll end it there. This was a lot, but I hope this episode inspired you. That's that's the takeaway. I hope it inspired you. I hope you realize how connected we all are. I hope you realize how you have a direct line to the universe and to God, but you also have a direct line to your intuitive voice. And so if you could take anything away from this is is that the power lies within for whatever you're seeking. And the more you open your heart, the more you can receive love and blessings. But you are never alone on your journey. You are always protected. You are always guided. And there's always room for new experiences or new connections or new conversations that ultimately change the trajectory of your life and if you're at a place right now where you feel hopeless or you feel stuck or you feel lost or confused or don't know what to do with your life I promise you you listening to this episode is a sign and I promise you tomorrow is a new day an hour from now can change your life but you need to open your heart you need to open your mind and you need to start listening to what your heart is saying and what your intuition is saying. So I'll end it here. If you guys stuck around to the end, it would mean the world if you left a review, if you subscribed, if you sent me a message, if you share this with someone that you love, like that's the whole point of podcasts in my mind is let's share content that makes us feel good or inspires us. So if this felt inspiring to you, share it with your loved ones, allow them to receive signs as well. So I'll end it there. Much love. Thank you so, so much for being here. I'm sending you guys all of the loving, healing energy your way. Bye.